0: a busy week ahead in terms of earnings and eco data that could move markets let's bring in michael zremski he's the director of futures at charles schwab he's joining us this morning to deep dive into a busy week ahead good morning michael we started off the show talking about uh, investors focused on inflation, eco data, earnings, and how well we begin the week much like we started, well, ended last week, I guess I should say. And well, price is the pump, I think is a good place to begin at record highs, gasoline, diesel, and well, crude oil is holding back a little bit up around this 110 level. It's really yet to participate. We were just taking a look at the charts, and I'm wondering, is it just a matter of time?
1: Good morning, Ben. And exactly right there the two things that really have been you know kind of driving this whole inflationary pressures thing is food and fuel prices and both of those continue to rise and you can just see what the charts as well here today was gasoline making a new contract high and diesel prices near those highs as well too and crude oil you know kind of bouncing out of that consolidation we've been in here now hovering around that 110 a barrel here in the charts and this really comes while China is really still in lockdown mm-hmm. and If they start to come out there and start to stimulate as well too what is that going to do for oil prices as well too so yeah this is setting up to be a potentially uh troubling situation there for you know trying to control these inflationary pressures here so yeah these charts there definitely look bullish here and I, I think we're going to have a few themes here this weekend that I'm going to kind of focus on and one of them is how are these inflationary pressures really going to affect the consumer? Now, one of the things we saw last week was the University of Michigan consumer sentiment there once again, fell again in May there, down to the low since August of 2011. And we're gonna kinda see what the consumer is facing here with the retail sales Mm -hmm. figures this week, as well as earnings from some of the big box retailers, Walmart, Target, Lowe's home depot there so those are definitely ones that are going to be focused on traders here to see how affected is the consumer there due to these rising prices for food and fuel
0: you know michael uh, you bring up a couple good points there and i, I think the takeaway is really just and we're looking at crude oil right now we before the break we're talking about our bob prices at the pump again and uh, you know i noticed this week up and through six dollars for regular uh, in my neighborhood, which I was shocked. I'm sorry, $6 for premium up and through $5 for regular, uh, something I've never seen. Um, and, I mean, ultimately, this does sort of pull back on that discretionary spending. And so uh, maybe the focal point here, uh, again, even more so than some of the data do out, will be earnings those retailers uh, in terms of uh, getting a gauge as far as whether we started to see consumers kind of readjust or uh, uh, reposition some of their priorities, I guess, is what it comes down to.
1: Absolutely right. And I think the one I'm really curious about is the guidance from Walmart there as well. Cause I want to see there, you know, what are their effects there of the consumer there? Are they cutting back or are they seeing actually more businesses, more business going to their company there as well too, because of their known for lower prices? Are right? you starting to see the consumer shift to some of these lower price stores as well, too? So I think it's going to be very interesting to see the difference between a Target and a Walmart there, because I think they have somewhat a little bit different uh potential uh types of consumers that go to those stores as well too to see if there's any kind of differences there to see any kind of shift in spending there and we also got the housing market as well think mm-hmm. that's the other theme here this week as well too as we have the national of home builders index out for may there and that's once again supposed to see another monthly decrease as well too mm-hmm. as the uh, home builders just really you know it's just a perfect storm for them as well too with rising material costs, Mm -hmm. higher mortgage rates as well too, and a consumer there that's getting uh, stretched by a higher mortgage rates there. So that's a little bit of our sentiment there. And we got housing starts and building permits is gonna kind of follow through that sentiment there as well too, is even though we do see a tight housing supply and there is still demand there, that demand may be uh, waning a little bit as well. You're supposed to see another drop there as well. And then we have existing home sales once again, expecting another month over month decrease as well. So any of those that could turn to the upside there, we see a little bit of retail sales data there. You know, maybe that's just that impetus we need here to see maybe a little bit further upside correction in the equity markets here. But right now the expectations there, I think are rather low here. And I think there's a lot of concern that the consumer is going to start to pull back under spending there. So mm. anything that kind of surprises the market on the upside here, maybe you see a little bit of continuation here in the rally we've seen on Friday.
0: Multiple factors to consider, and to say the least, in a complex situation, Michael, and a good breakdown there in terms of uh, some of the focal points. Now, you know, it, it seems to me when you're talking about prices, the pump on the rise, uh, you go to discuss Walmart, some of the big names. It's not just consumers, right? I mean, they need to get those products to stores and fill their trucks. Ultimately, the tanks uh, to move those products. So, uh, you've got that. You've got, uh, you know, the housing data this week. You've got, as we talked about, rates, even with Fed Chair Jerome Powell trying to dial back some of those three quarter basis point rate hikes concerns for the upcoming meetings. He talked more about 50 50. Uh, we saw rates last week, the 30 year up and through three and a quarter percent. We've been hearing about mortgage rates on the rise. And while the MBA numbers have been pretty good the last couple weeks, considering, you know, you did mention markets. And I wanted to get your take on well. We've seen the U.S. dollar to a new 20-year high. I mean, this is a factor to to consider as well when you're listening to some of these comments from CEOs and the execs in terms of a headwind that this creates thus far that hasn't really been mentioned. We've heard a lot about inflation, obviously, but uh, so far that strong dollar, not a factor to consider. But I mean, when you look at some of the other currencies, Michael, the euro, the yen, the Swiss, across the board, uh, just getting pounded
1: absolutely right there there's our existing trends here and once currency markets tend to trend they do tend to trend for quite some time as well too now we have seen maybe a little bit of a pause here the last week as well especially in the yen here which is looks like trying to form a near-term bottom here but really there's really nothing that has shifted there to really kind of break this trend here of the rising dollar especially against Mm -hmm. currencies like the euro like the pound like the yen even as well too now i think what may actually start to maybe change some of those trends if we start to see some of those central banks that have really been in the dovish camps start to turn a little bit Mm hawkish and actually start to raise rates the ecb for example yeah exactly right if they do start to increase rates in june or july earlier than the market expected there that could be that catalyst there for a, a bit of a short covering rally in the euro now definitely kind of dampen some of this enthusiasm for the dollar but until they actually prove that as well too right now the trend is still going higher as well too and we don't see anything breaking that as well unless we start to see some of those central banks turn more hawkish
0: you know we just had david williams on from page trader he was talking about 39.50 to the downside and he was looking for some upside momentum if we could hold that level 41.50 41.60 talked a little further out up to potentially 43.20 i think it was i mean it maybe that could help the dollar come off these upper levels too if we were to see the indices rally back maybe the dollar is kind of getting a lift here in that uh, safe haven type recipient beneficiary thereof it it certainly could be
1: ben i mean we're starting to see that as well too even though interest rates are starting to come down a little bit as well too so you may see some a little bit of buying in that sector as well too but you're right there's some technical levels here in the s&p that really got to be breached here for this week here, I'm looking at maybe the uh, 4060. That's around the 10-day moving average. There, that's a, a near-term target. But longer term, I, I think David's right there. That 4150 to 4160 area, I think, is a pretty key level. That's also currently near the 20-day moving averages, which is widely watched by a lot of traders there. And on the uh, longer term end, we know there's a lot of resistance at that 4,300 level there. So that level there would definitely be breached. Now that I think could be, if we do see a little bit of a rebound here in the equity markets there, and we do see a strong counter trend rally here, that 4,300 target there is definitely going to be some steep
0: resistance there and may actually kind of cap any kind of, uh, like I said, counter trend rally in the market. Okay, real quick, I just want to pull up this look at uh, where, we head, uh, be, where we are as we head into the middle of the month of May here mm-hmm. and as we start the week holding below the lows from April and well just off that alt. I'm sorry, the new year low print that we saw at 38.55, coming off the all-time high of 4,800 from January. Uh, Michael, appreciate you joining us to help us take a look at a very busy week ahead. Michael Zaremski, Director of Futures at Charles mm-hmm. Schwab, joining us this Monday.